I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution. I'm your humble host, Amrit Sandhu, and you're tuning in to a conscious conversation designed to help you grow. Our mission here is simple. It's for you to live your purpose, live your best life, live the life you love. This podcast is sponsored by Enthusiasm for Life, by great creation itself. To keep the good vibes flowing for myself and yourself, do us a solid. Subscribe to the Inspired Evolution podcast on YouTube, the home of the Inspired Evolution podcast. Now sit back, relax, open your mind, open your heart to this conversation and stay inspired. Keep evolving. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution. And it is a humble treat. To be here today, we have with us Aaron Alexander. Aaron, how are you there, brother? I'm good, man. I um just burning some Palo Santo wood. I like that we're both wearing wearing our, our winter uh, <laughs> garments here. 
kind of winter hats on. It's very cute. We're matching yeah. almost. It's very pleasant. <laughs> well, I got the memo from your team, so I had to follow suit, right? So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for those shooting into Aaron for the first time, he is a pioneering manual therapist, as they put it. Um, but really, he's written the book on uh, the Align Method. Um, he's the creator of the Align Method. Um, and he's the host of the Align Podcast, which I think ranked number one in nutrition. Um, on iTunes, actually. So you're doing some really amazing things out there as the world as a movement coach. Um, what prompted your journey into what, like a line is a very big word, can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. I love mm. the, I love now having dived deep into your work, kind of how you dance with that word. Obviously it's physical, it's mental, it's in some ways it's even spiritual, right? Um, but I'm sort of programming your answer to sort of feel into where did this, like where did the word align first start, you know, coming into your awareness and going, actually, this is the heart of really what's most important to Aaron Alexander. Well, align, <clears throat> align started off as just me. So my, my background was physical training and then rolfing, which is a, a form of manual therapy. I described it as mm -hmm. like manual therapy meets physical therapy mm -hmm. um, and then various different modalities of hands-on manual therapy, which is like mm -hmm. massage, body work, uh, things of the sort. And the Align is, I mean, it really is like 25 years old and is starting a manual therapy clinic in a place called Bend, Oregon. I moved from Boulder, Colorado. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I think I just coming up with names, man. You know, I don't think it was that, it was, I think it was that like deep or meaningful. Mm -hmm. uh, but the intention of structural integration or mm. rolfing which i don't think too many people would know what that is exactly but mm -hmm. structural integration it's if people have heard of, of the term fascia uh, or mm. connective tissue uh, it's this really intelligent connective tissue that weaves throughout the entirety of our body it wraps every muscle and blood vessel and artery and nerve and you know all the different parts uh, and it's essentially these like pressurized bags that contain the organization of our bodies. Many people think mm. of the physical body as being like 640 muscles and 206 bones and all of these like individuated stuffs. Mm. Um, but the concept or of working with fascia or connective tissue is really about the connection of all of that. And the body doesn't know the difference mm. between these individual individuated systems. It just knows, you know, relationship of the whole. And so when working with a client or patient or whatever, um, for to structure or integrate their structure. Uh, essentially, what you're doing is you're aligning their body. So I was like, oh, you know, align works out. But then obviously, maybe not obvious, obvious <laughs> to some people. Um, the body is a representation of your feelings and your thoughts. And, you know, if, if you move yourself into... Uh, a state of fear or a state of shame or a state of glee or any of that stuff, like your physical body expresses those positions and we can get trapped uh, and not even realize uh, in certain structural postural positions that are associated to, uh, you know, the, the way that we relate to others, the way that we relate to our kids, the way that we relate to ourselves. And so then it kind of, you know, trickles out into like aligning your mind, body, you know, all the things. Thank you so much for sharing that. The piece in there 
that really struck me. Like I've been carrying this awareness for a minute and when I found your work, it was like, oh, okay, now the sort of tether on the, or the, the thread on the tapestry I can start to pull at and things are just going to start uncoming, which was actually really poetic for me um, to come across your work, is do you know what a mudra is, bro? Yeah. Yeah. So I had well, this awareness. Well, like, gang, gang, like spiritual gang sign? <laughs> Precisely. Right? Um, yeah. But the intention behind the mudra is that they sort of, you know, when you're, when you're connecting to a particular type of mudra, a particular type of energy is being cultivated in your system and having a meditation practice, you know, having explored mudras quite deeply, I have a massive affection for them. And slowly but surely this awareness started to precipitate over some time that my whole body is actually a mudra at any given time. Um, I'm walking yeah, around sure. and it basically cultivates a certain type of energy depending on how it's locked in, how it's open, where it's, you know. And this expression that you're describing is where you're, how you're feeling inside is a direct, like your body's like a printout almost of um, what's going on inside and you can actually it's a two-way street you can manipulate well not manipulate but you can influence either like to send cascades and ripples in the other direction as well has been yeah. it's a really profound awareness to have and yet I've had that awareness for a minute but I've not known what to do with that awareness hmm. and going to too much with it yeah you don't want to get too wrapped like if, if a person gets too wrapped up in in what they're doing and they're going to be um almost in like a semi dislocated version of themselves you know mm -hmm. so if you're overly aware of like body language when you're talking to somebody you know and you're mm -hmm. like okay what do i do with my hands to like impress this person like my eyebrows you know you get too <laughs> robotic you know so that's you know it gets into um you know like flow state and all of those things it's kind of like a uh, you're in a mental orientation where you mm -hmm. are just you know you're in the flow of, mm -hmm. of being and the, i think the way that a person gets into a natural quote-unquote natural um state of ease and flow and words like that is comes from intentionally coming back doing the training to get the body into an orientation that is, you know, quote unquote, aligned or balanced mm -hmm. or centrated or integrated or neutral or whatever word, you know, you, mm -hmm. you, you want to identify with just balancing joints and connective tissue. Uh, and, you know, practice, you know, practice weightlifting, practice running, practice dancing, practice uh, improvisation, you know, go to like a, like a, one of those, whatever they call those, like we, what's it, what's it, what's it called when you go to do the, um, the speaking events, they like teach you to speak. It's like a Toastmasters, oh, yep. you know, stuff like that. You, you know, you get those repetitions of mm. being yourself, your quote unquote self enough times you just put yourself out there and you become vulnerable and, you know, expose yourself to various different conditions, you know, and, and then eventually like this you-ness starts to come through. You know, so I think that, but I think that if you just read a book and about, postural feedback or things of the sort you know you're like okay here's the cues that i do to like express myself the most confidently or whatever it's it's like weird i think you, a person becomes confident by living a confident inducing lifestyle confident inducing mm -hmm. lifestyle consists of doing hard shit mm -hmm. you know and you're just like cool like i've exposed myself to so much confidence just exudes through my body because i've, I've been through this 
mm-hmm. you know so i think that sometimes like the, the body language fake it till you make it thing can get a little funny you know and it's like if you're if you're not confident because you haven't gotten the reps in you're not gonna like fake your body language into suddenly upregulating the right cocktail of neurochemicals or hormones to you know make you, you suddenly it. just be be good at stuff it's like the confidence comes from actually doing the work yeah let's talk about that a little bit because there's a piece deep in your book that i really relate to which <clears throat> has been a it's actually where i've gotten stuck in the book and i haven't actually finished it which is i just nice. acknowledge that here on the podcast it's always, it's always, it's always, always good to hear <laughs> um is the book's not even the book's not even written to be you could read it front to back but you really don't need to the intention with with writing the align method was Mm. um and i literally did this multiple times like like probably hundreds of times was to be able to open it up at any page and within Mm. one paragraph get some actionable like piece of information you know takeaway that you're like cool like i'll just do that today Mm-hmm. So no worries if you're trying to read it front to back. The, the intention really was to be able to open up any page and be able to get value from it. Yeah, it's more recently these days I've noticed I, I'm, re- I'm really good at reading, so I can read things front to back, but I'm, that doesn't mean I'm yeah. digesting, I've noticed. And now I've yeah, started right. building this art around like actual digesting the content. And if that caused yeah. me to stop at a certain point and actually just be with a body of work, that's kind of where mm-hmm. I'm at. And yeah. um, where I'm at is this point where you actually shared on your journey and I've had this awareness for me recently that I've been going to the physio a little bit, checking things out. And they're like, dude, you're really stiff. Like you're really stiff. Like you're obscenely stiff. And it's like, yeah, but you know, like I work out like three times a week. I look after myself. I do a lot of stretches, a lot of yoga. Like I'm, I'm getting in, you know, all the right stuff. They're like, yeah, but you're really stiff. Like, mm-hmm. especially if like you're mid back and you know, you're, you're upper neck and shoulders. Like, you know, and I've had this awareness that it's probably emotional or tension or something going on in there. And then in your book, you've got these five archetypes. You've got the anxious mm-hmm. person and so on and so forth. And then you mentioned the swole archetype and the way you described it, it was like when you were writing about yourself, but I related so deeply to like, oh, I remember mm-hmm. when I was a fat kid, not this was your story, but I was a fat kid in high school and yeah. how much going to the gym helped me emotionally build a body build a persona build an identity that actually i'm good i got this yeah and how reliant upon that structure i became and still am to today that like yep you know like that's the body that i hold and even the little bits and this is how beautifully the book's written it's like the thing you've got to work on bro is notice that you're posturing and boom your, your lower back what's it doing while you're posturing and it's like yeah, dude, it's kicking out. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's actually kicking out. I can feel myself duck bumming and, and then you're like, yeah. So, you know, and then the, the exercises are just so simple. It's just like, dude, just spin and tap like your limbs, like just go for it and just yeah. loosen up, just loosen up. And I think that's, and I stopped there because it was like, shit, like I could easily glaze past this and know this is a body of work for me to do. Or I could literally just go, this is my body of work for the next minute or two. Right, and I'm going to just sink into this and just allow it to cool. do what it needs to do for me. And so that's where I'm at. Um, but yeah, just, I'd love for you to sort of describe, because I think for so many people like confidence, going to the gym, gym fitness is such a big part. There's a whole industry around that. Right. Um, yeah. And yet it may not be serving you 
in the way that you think it's serving you. Can you describe that a little bit and maybe even leaning into your own story and experience in that? Yeah. Well, I think like, like, like what you're describing, like most things are, are uh, highly nuanced, you know, most, mm-hmm. most complex topics such as say a person that is compensating in the form of physical fitness to feel more confident about themselves. Mm. Um, that's like a, a good thing in most, most ways in a lot most of ways. ways. 95 you know, of it, ways, it, so, yeah yeah and then and then there's the the the, the core but you could it, it really comes down to like the core of like it's not that your how it's your why you know so the how and that is like cool i'm going to go to the gym i'm going to get objectively healthier you know my mm. cells are going to work better i'm going to you now be more my mood's going to be adapted. better i'm going to have yeah. more muscle my mood's going to be better i'm increasing brain derived neurotrophic factors you know yeah. like like thinking better you know more neurogenesis more all of the good shit mm. um and then along with that, there's the root level of saying like, okay, well, why are you doing this in the first place? Is it coming from a place of um, like a, a a deeper nut to crack than just once I'm jacked or just generally fitter, I'll start to develop love for myself and like acceptance of myself? Um, because I think you can trip up upon deeper self-acceptance and 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 love and you know that that deeper feeling of like ease just through doing hard things mm-hmm. and oftentimes you just keep compensating mm-hmm. you know and that's what i've i i think it's more common for people to keep on compensating i think they are different directions and mm-hmm. typically the direction of actually getting to the root of why um a person perhaps does have this ongoing gnawing sensation of like a lack of self-acceptance perhaps, or maybe a feeling of like a, like a void feeling inside that they don't know how to address exactly. But, you know, when they go exercise, they feel temporarily a little bit better, you know, and then it starts to come back and they, you know, they do something else. You know, so within that, I think it comes into like talk therapy and somatic based therapy and different forms of dance, perhaps in different forms, maybe like meditation, uh, journaling, um, you know, relationship, like there's so many, so many more like yin ways to go into mm-hmm. the body mm-hmm. where to, to start to unravel some of those, those deep, typical, typically wounds, um, that manifest themselves typically in childhood, mm-hmm. uh, and be able to create the spaciousness to start to address those parts, uh, as opposed to just creating reinforced shielding. And just mm. continue to shield, shield, shield. Eventually, and then the, the issue with that is the shield is applauded. The shield is what you see on front of muscle and fitness. The shield is what you're going to put on your Instagram posts. You'll get way more comments if you're looking like super jacked and tan on mm. there. Um, typically, um, you know, and so that's the thing is, is culture generally speaking is going to be applauding the shield. Mm. Uh, and there's not a lot of, <clears throat> there's maybe I mean, there's more now. There's kind of like, I think almost like a movement of it of sorts, but just authentic vulnerability, um, of, you know, I feel alone. Sometimes I feel sad. Sometimes I feel hopeless. Sometimes I feel, you know, like more, more of the, you know, Arnold Schwarzeneggers of the world. If they were talking about stuff like that, I think there would be a much more, uh, and not in a contrived way, mm. you know, I'm doing this because I think I'm supposed to. It's like, no, you're just generally being vulnerable with your human condition. Mm. They probably, we probably live in a, a much less tense, um, like from a musculoskeletal contractile, <laughs> like nervous system lens, like a yeah. less, less tense world. 
you know, but I think it's, there's a lot of um, protection in the form of, of fitness. So it's, that was a lot of words. I just think it's, it's like both like go mm. to the gym, work it out. You feel, you know, you don't love yourself. Maybe in some ways it's like, yeah, you're a fucking fat bastard. Like you don't mm. get outside. Like your cells are, 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 are shit. You know, you're backed up, you know, you're mm. congested. You know, like from a, a like a cellular level, mm. you're pale, you're not getting enough sun, your hormones mm. are in the gutter. Um, you don't have that, you're, you're like your body's atrophying. Like, yeah, like how could you feel good? Like, of mm. course, you're degenerating mm. this beautiful miracle of a, of a of a of a an instrument. Like, of course you feel like shit. Mm. You know, so so there is a part of like, yeah, get out there and get it, you know, mm -hmm. buck up. And then there's the other part of like, okay, now let's also kind of massage and address those deeper parts of the body so you can get jacked, you know, or generally fit and also cultivate a sensation of, you know, self-acceptance and love and all the things. They're, they're two different tracks though, but they mm. also kind of coincide on occasion. Yeah. Cause that was going to be my question. I can hear you saying that there's this whole yang path and there's this whole yin path in need of probably thought that's just what I heard you sort of describing it and the yang sort of being the action and the doing and the yin being the being and the, and the sort of soaking back into the nothing, like, you know, just being present. Um, yeah. do, do you find, cause you've worked with a lot of people, bro. Is there, do you find at the moment that there's, um, there's a need for one more over the other, or it's tailored to each individual in terms of it's like, all, do you think all individual, yeah. some people are too soft. Some people are too too victimy. Some people are too oh I'm I did this and and I'm a piece of shit and all of that. Like that's great vulnerability. I just did a podcast with a guy called Gabor Mate. Yeah, who he's you know brilliant all sorts of ways, and we've actually done several, but we just were recorded like it was like five days ago, so it's fresh. But so the, the word vulnerable, I believe the original, I think it's like Greek meaning or something comes comes down to like being available to be wounded. You know, mm. So being, if you're in that position to be soft and open to be wounded, you can also, you're soft enough to heal, you know? Mm. So there is a, there is a place where it's like, you gotta be soft. You gotta be vulnerable. If you want to change, if you don't want to change, don't be soft, don't be vulnerable, close it up, you know? But if you're in a place of like actual acceptance of like, damn, I am, I am not doing this right. Like there are parts of my relationship, parts of my business, parts of my inner self-talk, parts of, you know, just my general, the way that I relate to the world. It's like, it's not quite, you know, infallible. Mm. Well, then it probably wise to come into a place of vulnerability, you know, and say like, shit, like, how can I improve? How can I do better? Man, I, I fucked that up. Like, I really, I hurt that person. You know, it's not their fault. Like it was, you know, I, I did that. Mm. You know, and so being able to come to that place that allows a person to grow. And then also, because there's nuance to everything, you can get yourself in this endless pit of all the ways that I'm a naughty boy, you know, and I'm bad and I'm hurt and I have my trauma and it's just this endless freaking trauma cycle. Mm. And then so somebody's like, dude, buck up, you know, go like jump in the cold plunge, go take up wrestling or boxing, you know, hit a bag, you know, just like, come on now. You know, you're mm -hmm. not just a puddle of, of, of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is the, the, the balance of masculine, feminine, yin, yang, black, white, moon, sun, mm. you know, but if you get too much in any one direction, it starts to create, you know, dis, dis ease of some sort. Yeah. Talking about disease, I've heard you mention normalcy is a disease and I just, it stuck for me and I've, I've loved 
the essence of that for a while, like just the idea that everybody is meant to be this cookie kind of thing. And I think when you, even in your response just now, when you described the opportunity to be better, oftentimes we look outside of ourselves for what's better. So it's like I may turn around and go, uh, Aaron moves, you know, in a better, has better movement patterns than my body does. That's better. And I start automatically sort of lynching into, okay, or lynching in, like hooking into um, trying to seek an element of better outside of me that I can then be inspired by. But now I'm also then disenfranchised myself from myself once again, right? Can you describe Mm -hmm. that process a little bit? Because I think that's very prevalent. We do that a lot. Do you see that a lot? I don't think that I've, not to correct you, but I don't think, I I might have, but I don't think I've ever said normal is a disease because I typically like avoid absolutes. Mm. So I don't think I actually said that unless I was, I might've been high or something. I'm not sure. (laughs) Um, But generally, I I don't think that that would come out of my mouth in such an absolute way. Uh, But generally speaking, I would say statistically speaking, Mm. normal seems to be trending in a place of obesity or at least increased obesity, anxiety, self-harm, mm. um, it, like all of the things it's like not, you know, super ideal, mm. um, diabetes and, you know, all the stuff. So it seems like whatever we're doing <clears throat> as a whole, we're on a track. If we just allow ourselves to be like dust in the wind of modernity, mm. we're going to get jacked up, <laughs> I, I, I believe. Um, and that's because the way that the human body for millennia has been able to regulate itself is through movement outside. Mm-hmm. So now we've we've reduced, we've outsourced a lot of that movement to machines, which is cool. Humans are super smart. It's amazing. We've developed mm-hmm. this big prefrontal cortex. We're great analytical, pragmatic thinkers. We're you know the king of the king of the, the food chain. Um, you know, so that's amazing that we did that, but we almost did it like too well. Uh, mm-hmm. And then also we've become overly, I would say overly based off of, if you're looking at statistically, it just depends on what your goals are. Um, if you, if you want your hormones to be a little funky and you want to be a little pale and you want to be a little fat uh, and you want to be a little depressed and you want to be a little anxious, like have at it. Like I'm not to judge anyone, mm-hmm. but if you spend all your time inside, you're asking for it. Like the body mm-hmm. needs sunlight. You, you essentially are, are running on sunshine. If you pull sunshine out of the system, things are going to start to go flat, you know? And so if you're inside of a house all day long and you're behind these double pane windows that are blocking out, uh, I think it's simply the UVB spectrum of the light. Uh, don't quote me on that. Um, but it's, it's blocking out some degree of this, of the full spectrum of light. Uh, you're breathing, you know, air conditioned air, which has an interesting effect with the, the ionization of the air particles. So it makes it like, just like less electric, less vibrant. Mm-hmm. You think of your air, almost like water distilled mm-hmm. water is not the same as drinking spring water. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not yeah, the same as adding some minerals to your water. <laughs> yeah. It's not the same as drinking swamp water. Like air is not just air. The difference between walking and breathing through your nose, which that's another thing. There's a lot of people that breathe through their mouths. That creates a whole a whole nother uh, slew of issues, which I have a whole chapter in the Align Method around You know why that is. We can talk about it. Um, that's vastly different than breathing air inside of a, you know, whatever, an office building or something. Mm. So, you know, normalcy as a whole 
in most modern worlds is like is a little funky and statistically speaking it's is not really going in the best direction and uh so it takes you as a you know a listener or like a human to be smarter than normal like normal mm. is you know i'm saying this in a kind of absolute way is like it's is pretty whack you know, so I guess I guess maybe I take back my idea that I don't speak. Like, <laughs> generally, generally speaking, normal's pretty whack. Like it's not that cool. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, and 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 so it's like, okay, shoot, like we're in this normal thing. It's a little weird, you know. So simple stuff that a person can do would be just be like, bring more nature into your house, bring more mm -hmm. plants into your house, open windows more often, um, make do walking meetings with people, go outside if you have uh, a bunch of phone calls take them outside don't do freaking zoom calls like mm. like just fucking talk or do a zoom call on your phone mm. you know and get your get your your headset set up and go for a walk mm. you know and while you're looking you don't necessarily even need to look into the screen the whole time because when you're myopically focusing your vision your eyes are continuous with your central nervous system they're they're regulating and augmenting your autonomic state when you're focused in you're putting yourself more into sympathetic type mm -hmm. state which is it's great there's nothing wrong with the sympathetic state more like fight flight ready to go um but most people many people are their foot is kind of stuck on the gas pedal mm -hmm. you know being like that sympathetic go and so when you're staring into a box a blue lit box an alternating current blue lit box so it's like <laughs> like flipping like a flare essentially mm. or uh not a, not a flare what fl flips like a strobe light mm -hmm. um just so fast that you can't see it and it's this you could call it like junk light, you know, version mm. of, of of light coming out of this yeah. thing. And you're you're contracting the 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 called the ciliary muscles and various different muscles that actually uh contract the the, the lens in your eyes to be able to bend that mm. light so it comes in clear. So you're mm. actually making muscular strain to like look into this little box. Mm. It's like, bro, just go outside, look up. <laughs> I'm like, look up in some trees, look up at some clouds. That also stimulates creativity. Uh, mm -hmm. It stimulates more energy when you just look up compared to looking down. It's like very like not a big deal, mm -hmm. you know, to, 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 to just make these subtle little micro shifts in your day-to-day -day life is like super simple, you know, mm -hmm. and that's the function of the align method is it's, 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 you know, our, our tagline is, you know, moving, moving what we just changed it recently. It used to be make fitness who you are not a thing that you do. Now I think we're changing it to like moving well through life, something mm -hmm. like that. But all that stuff, general sentiment. I, Ida Rolf has a a thing or a quote. She said, um, the way you walk through a room is the way you walk through your life. Mm -hmm. you know, so if you're, <clears throat> which this comes back to kind of like the body language stuff, but you know, it's, it's, it's simple little adjustments that we can do in our day-to-day -day lives that, that really do add up and I think make the biggest difference. Uh, it's just a matter of you got to freaking pay attention. If you're not mm. willing to pay attention, if you're not willing to like become more sovereign in your mm. decision making of the way that you inhabit yourself, mm. you will probably get jacked up. Statistically speaking, that's not an absolute. You'll probably get jacked up though. So it's just like you just got to pay attention. And then the stuff, then the stuff to shift is like so darn simple. And that was the whole function of the line method. There's um the question. I do really want to talk about the parasympathetic and the sympathetic because that's kind of where my awareness is resting at the moment in a lot of things. But the question before that is you mentioned breathing. I know from the book it's, you know, when, when you're discussing things as first principles as sleep, breathe, there's a whole chapter dedicated to play, sunlight, mm -hmm. eating whole foods, moving, community, being active in nature. 
these are they all feel really good when I hear them. They all feel really accessible when I hear them as well, which is obviously why I'm a big fan of your work. Um, but I also know that when people tune into it, it, it lacks the, um, I hate to say this, the sex appeal. Do you know what I mean? For these first principles mm. things. Do, how do you come, like, how do you, do you struggle with that a little bit in your, in your line of work or people come to you prepared and ready to go? Like, how do you, I don't want to say sell people on sleeping better, breathing better, you know, playing better. Is it just the awareness that you invite them into and go, Hey, this, the choice is yours at the end of the day. Um, yeah. Similar to the conversation. I, we I mean, just I could had. probably be, a, I could probably be a better salesman in, in, in most ways. I don't think I'm a very good salesman, but I think that, I think, I think that um, I, I would say you as an individual, if people aren't asking you questions about what you're doing, mm. you probably don't need to be telling people what to do. Mm you know so it's like okay how do we sell these ideas it's like fucking just be it Mm. and if people are like bro what are you doing Mm. then it probably may may, maybe it's for a little pamphlet about it maybe make a blog about it maybe make an instagram post about it and like share you know but i don't i don't feel the necessity to uh like obviously sales is is a part of you know most aspects of life it's just Mm. part of evolution um, you know, Peacock is selling themselves for sexual selection. Um, yeah. You know, so, uh, but, but I think I would lean more towards just like, I'm going to keep on doing what I'm doing. And uh, when people are interested, because it, it seems to be working, then I will open up what I'm doing and say, oh, it's, it's all in the book. Oh, it's, and it's all really, in this, and it's really, video. it's all in this, this, yeah. you know, we, I created a whole six-week program that mm. you know launches early january you know mm. hint hint um that i'm I'm super excited about mm. that because that's that to me is like most everything that i have found to be valuable from an, an exercise and movement and and mobility mm-hmm. uh perspective which is what i get asked about the most is like well like how do we actually put this together into our training you know mm-hmm. and building our bodies um i finally created that after you know being essentially being semi pounded to create something like that for a long time. And I just, I just haven't for some reason. Mm. Um, so that's something that I'm really excited about is like, if people are interested based off of the, the pudding, mm. you know, of like what I'm creating with myself, with clients, um, you know, with people that are following the program and it's interesting, then, then great. But if not, mm. then I probably don't have any business sharing about it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like it's like, it's like, it's like work on, work on yourself be so good that you become undeniable is something that I, I learned from somebody, mm-hmm. you know, as, as opposed to just working on how I can, you know, sell bullshit and be so good that it's like when people are asking you questions, like you're probably, you're probably onto something. Mm-hmm. If nobody's asking you questions, maybe work harder, you know, or like work it. different. <laughs> yeah. I love it because and the, the thing that strikes up for me is, no one's watching you hip hinge. No one's watching you necessarily floss it all the time, but they watch your movement and the way that you are with yourself and potentially that's the inspiring piece. So I'm conscious of how much time we've got left here today, but I would love to dive into five key movements that you share. Um, sitting on the floor, nasal breathing, hip hinging, hanging, walking in nature, in any particular order. Um, you did mention nasal breathing before. Maybe we start there. Um, the importance of nasal breathing, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you're, you're, uh, the way our bodies are structured to breathe through our nose. The, mm-hmm. in the book, we break down via 
I had um, a buddy called Patrick McEwen help with revising the nose breathing section. I had Brian McKenzie, um, all sorts of like the the greats in the world of, of these conversations helped out, which I'm really grateful mm. for. Um, you know, so I borrowed the the gear uh, system from Brian, which is like a, a system of breathing where it's like, ideally we're staying in what they'd call like first gear, which is pretty easy nasal breathing in and out. Uh, and then you can raise it up to second gear, which comes harder nasal breathing in and out. And then eventually you go up into like nasal breathing in, exhaling through the mouth. Eventually you get up to fifth gear and it's like, you know, hard breathing in through the mouth, out through the mouth. But you're right. always trying to modulate yourself back down to like whatever the activity I'm doing, I'm trying to breathe through the nose. As you're breathing through the nose, the reason you want to do that is because uh, one, your nose is built to filter the air. It's built to humidify the air. Uh, it's built to regulate the temperature of the air. Uh, it has, you know, tens of specific uh, functions just to breathing. Hmm. Uh, whereas your mouth, if you're breathing through your mouth, it's um, can be very challenging for actual the, the actually the structure of your jaw, mm. uh, the crowding of teeth. Your tongue acts as a natural retainer for your maxilla or your upper palate. When you're pressing the tongue up to the roof of your mouth throughout the day and you're breathing through your nose, you're you're creating this subtle outward pressure on your cranium, mm. on your maxilla. You know, so if a, if a, a child, for example, grows up and they're not breathing through their nose with regularity, they're going to start to have this collapse of their jawline. You know, and that's something there's there's um, an interesting book on this is uh, called Jaws that people could look up. Mm. Uh, I forget the author. There was a forward from Robert Sapolsky and a uh, really meaningful book, but it, it gets just all into really this specifically how it, how it affects your your um, facial muscles and structure. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's another book called shut your mouth, uh, save your life. It was written by, I think his name is called George Catlin. It was like a couple hundred years ago. Mm. And he was no, he was observing, I think he was a lawyer originally. And he, and then he was also an artist and he was observing native Americans compared to the colonials and noticing like all these colonial people, they're like, you know, these amazing, bright, uh, futuristic correct beings and then there's this, this the brutal savages of the native americans but they have these white teeth and they have these really like like well oriented teeth and great jaw lines mm. and it's like what the hell is going on and then one of the things that was interesting called um they said that the native americans said that the reason that the white man's teeth were were dark were black and uh this it was they had some name for the the mouth being black because it was open so it was mm. open it's like black they said it was because of the the lies that come out of their mouth which is kind of another another interesting thing you know but there was a shift towards obviously changing changing diet which is a big thing as well you know mm. so within that you're going to be if you grow up in some more ancestral environment you're probably going to be eating like tougher foods and meats mm -hmm. and things of the sorts so you're going to be really using your drawers uh, but you're also going to be from a young young age. One of the things the Native Americans do, and other any smart culture, it, if the child would open their mouth, the mother would would shut the mouth to really drive the air through the nose. Mm. Uh, their sleeping their sleeping position was was such that it would put the neck in a subtle flexion to kind of subtly like close the mouth. Uh, all that stuff starts breeding the body and and, and grooming the body to, stage, to have yeah. healthy respiratory function. If you're a person that's not doing that from a young age, something that I would recommend, something that I, I've done 
every almost every day for the last like three years um that you're hearing about more in the last recent not that i'm like claiming any claim claim to you know i was doing it first because it definitely wasn't uh but taping your mouth just get some medical tape you don't need to buy anything you know fancy product mm. or whatever just get yourself a little medical tape just put it right over the lips like literally mm. like a you know a half an inch right over the lips whatever that is in centimeters um and i'm american um sorry um you know so put that put that over over the lips and mm. while you're while you're sleeping and that's going to be huge for sleep gains mm. you know, so every breath you're taking through your nose you're it's going through this whole labyrinth through the it's called the the the, the turbinates Mm. or the, the nasal nasal concha mm. and essentially going through this labyrinth of mm. of through your 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 nasal cavity that's releasing nitric oxide as it's going through that passageway and it's doing the filtration the humidification all the things like you have a a factory for breathing in your face called your nose mm. your mouth is built for eating with your with you know eating food that's it mm -hmm. you know or being in a place where you really need to get like air quick but when you're breathing through your mouth, it's much it's much less efficient, mm -hmm. and most of that air you'll notice you're not going to get like that slow deep breath where the 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 ribs expand out horizontally and you're really filling the lower lobes of the lungs, which mm -hmm. that's the highest surface area of the lungs. You're actually more filling the, the the top portion, which is just this tiny little cone at the the top of the chest. So the lungs get the smallest at the top, and they get the biggest at the bottom. So when you're breathing through your mouth, you're going to be filling up more of that small space. You can get air quick, which is nice, but you're actually getting less air. Mm. You know, so you know, just breathe through your nose. It's you know good for you. It'll be, be the, the short of that. <laughs> the takeaway. Yeah. One of my favorites is I've started doing this for the last 12 months and I've really been enjoying it. And I know I've got so much more further to go is hanging, just hanging oh, yeah. off a bar. Uh, mm. When I first started, like five seconds <laughs> was a bitch <laughs> to be honest it was just oh like really get up. yeah man that's no, good hard. honesty five to ten seconds was like i'd be mm -hmm. hanging there and like everything would just be like ah stop and then i just kept like i kept having to do it in reps but now i'm at mm. a solid 90 seconds like i can just sort of hang there for oh, 90 good. seconds and it feels really good but even that's then like test. my forearms and i can really feel my lats and now i've sort of started working with like you know moving nice things is hard changing the grips um but yeah, yeah hanging the benefits of hanging like i feel like i am a monkey so it suits me but um yeah, yeah. well monkey would be a misnomer so monkeys actually they have much narrower collarbones and so they're <laughs> way more deficient from a, a hanging perspective so you'd be more like a like a um orangutan or a gorilla or a gibbon or something of the sort um so the, the length of your collarbones <laughs> the, stru the structure of your hands all the things like you are like a monkey it wouldn't be able to reach with their right hand over and touch their left ear from my understanding. I haven't spent that much time with monkeys, but I've, you know, I've heard that, you know, so and that's, and that's based off of just the, the, um, orthopometry you could say, or like the, the, the anatomy of, uh, the, the shoulder girdle. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of interesting. The human is actually really built to hang structurally mm -hmm. speaking, which is interesting. Um, and one of the things that's, nice about that is is i really love simple overarching like shotgun solutions for a lot of things <laughs> you know hanging obviously again maybe not obvious but it would it it lengthens the space around the ribs around the heart all the you know the visceral tissue or the like the organs the guts just having a little oh, like a decompression mm -hmm. of that stuff when i hang i usually have these like semi-violent chunking sounds of my spine going up, 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 like coming mm -hmm. into a better alignment which is very pleasant for me 
uh, if it's overly violent, like painful, maybe like, you know, see a doctor. Uh, but for me, it's like in my thoracic spine, it's something that feels very good. You know, that's a very common thing to get some, some, you know, decompression in the spine. Uh, but also it's, there's a whole book other than the align method. Um, I just have a chapter in my book where I pretty much, uh, like highlight most mm. of the stuff from this other book called, uh, shoulder pain by a guy called Dr. John Kirsch. And in that book, he was an orthopedic surgeon and uh, he found that, I believe he says like 98% of his patients that he was going to treat for um, shoulder impingement syndrome, they were actually going to like get a, a surgery, uh, were totally healed, quote unquote healed or relieved of pain uh, just by going through a really basic hanging protocol, which is like 90 seconds mm -hmm. a day. Um, I think, I don't know how many days he did because it was like seven to 10 days or so. And then there was some rehabilitatory exercises that would go along with that. Mm -hmm. So super simple. Now what's happening is you're doing that is you're, you're changing, you're literally changing the structure and the shape of the shoulder girdle. There's an area called the, the coracochromial arch that starts to kind of close down and impede mm. your ability to get overhead range of motion with the shoulder. Mm. And when you're just going into that subtle hanging position, you're just starting to open that space around that arch and just really starting to you know subtly massage open the architecture of the shoulder girdle, which is good, you know, and then mm -hmm. that's, that's when you come bring your arms back down, you have spaciousness in your shoulders. So now you're not as inclined to being like, you know, forward head posture and hunching over and, um, and minimizing your capacity for breath, your respiratory function is going to, going to get better. Just does all the things like life is so damn easy in so many ways, <laughs> you know, and that's the whole function of the align method stuff is I'm just like, bro, like you don't need P90X. You don't need some total, mm. you know, movement modality dogma ideology thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's subtle little things that we can do as a, a baseline that if you're not doing the the, the baseline stuff, I don't, I just don't care about your hormone replacement or I don't care mm. about, you know, your Olympic weightlift. Well, you're probably not Olympic weightlifting if you're not doing some of the baseline because it's, it's very like high level challenging feet. Mm. Although you could be doing Olympic weightlifting, just jacking yourself up, I guess. Uh, but you know, I don't care about your bodybuilding. I don't care mm. about your, I love, I love it for you, but I'm like, bro, you need to take more walks outside in the sun. Mm. You know, you need to have more you know, pay attention to the way you interact with community. You mm -hmm. know, what, what's like the, the the sensation of purpose that you have in your life? Like, are you doing something that actually feels meaningful? Mm -hmm. You're going to die at some point. Like, why why not start reorienting yourself to something you actually care about? You know, are you sitting on a chair inside of a, a artificially blue lit freaking alternating current strobe light thing mm -hmm. for nine hours of the day? staring mm -hmm. into a box into oblivion um you know and then you're getting high at night to to regulate and then you're jacked up on coffee because you're tired and then you drink a martini after work because you to decompress and then you know you pop a few um whatever they do like adderalls throughout the day to stay focused in the office because you're staring at the screen you're, everything in your body saying like stop doing this you're like another adderall you're like mm. locked in Mm. You know, so there's, there's so many and nothing against anybody that's, you know, whatever, whatever you're doing with your life. But I think it's like, in, instead of just work harder, do mm. hard things, you're not working hard enough. Sometimes there's also value in winding back and saying like, what am I doing exactly? Mm -hmm. And do I actually care about any of this? You know, and you can start to wind that back a little bit. Then you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, all right. I, I actually look forward to 
exercising, quote unquote exercising, because I like it. Mm-hmm. Like I found something that actually makes me feel good, mm-hmm. you know, or I'm, I'm, I'm intentionally exercising with a friend. I've like, I found a friend. Maybe I don't have any friends. I found somebody on the internet. I mm-hmm. put a post up at the gym, like looking for a workout buddy, want accountability, mm-hmm. you know, like somebody would probably be like me too, bro. Like I need accountability, mm-hmm. you know? And so, and so there's a lot of little things that a person can do. And I think oftentimes, um, you know, m- many people feel, I think, hopeless. I've, I've felt hopeless before. And I, I think that that coming into that place of, uh, you know, really just assessing and like, what the hell am I doing here? And and do I actually care about any of this? Mm-hmm. And if not, then let's let, let's fucking figure out, like, what do you care about? Mm-hmm. You know, and so let's 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 start making time for more of that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and some of that is is to to cultivate the energy to start for the for the gears to function in a well that's in a way that's not maybe so depressive or angsty would be like the simple things, get outside, get out for a walk, look up into the clouds, look up into the trees. Um, you can spend some time hanging each day. That's going to change your postural patterns, open up some space in your lungs. Um, you could spend some time on the ground. Like I'm, mm-hmm. we're having this conversation. I have my area here, you know, it looks semi-professional, you know, I've got a nice microphone, I've got all the things, I've got a you know, backdrop, I've got a little bokeh camera situation. You mm. wouldn't know that I've been going through yoga positions this whole time. I'm in a 90-90 position right now. Mm. I was in a straddle position a second ago. I was in a Sukhasana position before that. So I'm mm. like mobilizing my shit mm. as we're having this conversation. I also have a window right behind me. Mm. I'm not really looking at the computer that often. Like mm. anytime you're talking, I just look out, out the window and listen to you. Mm. I'm not saying like I'm the the pedestalized like do what I do. I'm just saying like here's an example. Simple. It's really, it's points. really not that big of a deal. Mm. And you wouldn't note, you wouldn't notice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like oh my, I can't do, I can't look out a window while I'm working. It's like it's you probably can. You know, <laughs> I can do a walking meeting. It's like you, you probably can, man. Like yeah. you, you'd be like an innovator at your office where you're mm. like, hey guys, like I'm noticing, you know, morale's been a little low. I'm noticing, you know, we're getting a little fat. It's mm. fucking, it's not okay. Mm. Like, let's like, let's start changing the culture up a little bit. Mm. You know, so we're going to do walking meetings now. People will be like, oh, yeah. Like I've been, I would love that. Mm. You know, but it's changing. Changing sometimes not that easy or it doesn't seem that easy, but it's, you know, I think easier than actually seems. One of my favorite quotes from your book is actually the evolution of our future depends on those of us who are willing to do things differently. Now, I want to mm-hmm. tune in there, Aaron. So you've mentioned um, you've mentioned a lot, and I know that stacking these one percent beneficial, like stacking these one percent sort of first principles, things that we know that are really good for ourselves, can be so helpful for us. But also, you know, you mentioned community, you mentioned accountability. Can you tell us a little bit about um, what's going on in Jen? So you've got six weeks where people all across the world can come together to sort of oh, do yeah. this together bro yeah thanks for mentioning that um yeah so we this is something i've been working on um very intentionally for like the last probably seven months Mm. um and less intentionally kind of thinking of like the programming and the outline all that stuff for much longer than that Uh, but we have the align method online program it's a six-week program and the first launch will be actually uh, in a a guided community so we're Mm going to be each week we're going to do live calls people can ask me questions interact engage share your experience and that will go through each six week and then we'll save those calls at at the end so other people can be able to tune into that 
uh, and it'll be launching the in early January, so the beginning of the new year. First mm-hmm. week is completely free. So mm-hmm. I would recommend people just starting off and just doing the the, the free first week. So that mm-hmm. way uh, you can get what I call a movement baseline. So mm-hmm. you go through various different movement assessments, all the major joints in your body. And you're like, cool, like, where am I at? I think that's a Done. really invaluable place for people to be like, just where am I at? Like, dude, mm-hmm. like I don't even know how I move. Mm-hmm. I, like, mm-hmm. what's my shoulder supposed to? Like, I don't, I just don't know. Like, I think mm-hmm. it, it feels okay. Mm. You know, so that w- that would be the first thing, and then I, I break down um, what I describe as as foundational movement or or mobility fundamentals. Um, so it's I think four or five different techniques that just you would everybody ought to know how to do. It's they're very simple, very straightforward. Any physical therapist or um, good manual therapist would probably do them with you. So that's the first week, completely free, uh, and people can if they want to check that out, they can go to align podcast.com slash amp for mm-hmm. align method program so alignpodcast.com amp and uh there'll be we'll be accepting 500 people into the first run so it's it's definitely going to fill up which i'm excited about mm-hmm. um but people can jump on the waiting list for that and then we'll notify you as soon as it goes out amazing i'll put a link to that in the show notes below um and again man like i just really want to thank you like i said i'm you know I could have blitzed through your book, but I stopped where I I found myself being met by the book in a really deep way and just going, cool. you know what, I'm going to just pause here and continue to do this work. I, for one, I'm going to sign up um, at least at the very Thanks, least man. for the first week, like you said, to just sort of get a, get a gauge of where I'm at yeah, so and the first what week. my body's doing Stop you know, after at the very least. And then, yeah. But I can yeah. see myself, I'm already <laughs> like into like, okay, how do I get this just moving with greater joy and ease? One of the exercises you have early on in the book is to visualize like, an emotion that you really want to just be carrying through life as an intention, you know? And for mm. me, it was someone, one as simple as joy. And it was like, I just want to move joyfully. And, you know, I'm actually quite joyous by nature, touch wood in general, but I do get these little niggles and, you know, like I said, I can be quite stiff at times and it's like, but you know, that doesn't reflect joy, the stiffness. So I'd love, I'm with curiosity. I know I can go into that deeper. So yeah, I'm happy right. to explore where that could potentially take me. So Thanks again, and I really appreciate you taking the time and energy to yeah be here present with us today to answer some of these uh, some of these questions and inspiring our yeah how our posture reflects our performance reflects our entire walk in life and how we come across with people um, and yeah man just it's a lifetime's work that you've put into this as you can tell the book is so well researched man thank you so much for for doing this with thank us you, here today I appreciate that yeah and then if people want to go into the other stuff just type align podcast in the internet that's the instagram and the youtube and the podcast obviously so that's yeah that's you'll find plenty of stuff there man aaron yeah. thank you so much for your time and energy here again today and inspired evolution tribe audience thank you so much for tuning in it is such a pleasure to be your brother walking by your side on this journey being inspired to evolve i'll see you in the next one Thank you so much for tuning in to this amazing episode of the Inspired Evolution. Without you, the Inspired Evolution tribe, this podcast would not be what it is today. Thank you so much for your love and your support. Thank you so much for being so inspired to evolve. It's truly inspiring. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the Inspired Evolution on YouTube, the home of the Inspired Evolution's video podcast. We release inspiring conversations such as this every week, along with guided meditations and empowering insights all designed to help you grow and evolve. 
Honestly, your subscription on YouTube to the channel helps us out a great deal. And one of the other benefits, if you're having any insights or shifts from these episodes that you want to chat about, or if you'd like to leave myself or the guest a message, please do so in the comments on YouTube. I truly look forward to hearing from you. And as always, Tribe, remember to stay inspired and keep evolving. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.